Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to 48 Hours ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app. Need more true crime in your life? An Audible membership can solve that. Audible is the ultimate destination for thrilling audio entertainment. As an Audible member, you could choose one title a month to keep from the entire catalog. Don't miss The Serial Killer's Apprentice by Katherine Ramsland and Tracy Allman. It follows the true story of how Houston's deadliest murder turned a kid into a killer in training. New members can try Audible free for 30 days. Visit audible.com slash 48 hours or text 48 hours to 500-500. That's audible.com slash 48 hours or text 48 hours to 500-500 to try Audible free for 30 days. Audible.com slash 48 hours. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. My house is right here. That's where I used to live. This place right here? Yes. It was here at her Wellington Aero Club home this morning. Spring back a lot of memories. The bizarre shooting of 40-year-old Marley. I didn't ever think I was going to be uh, ever come back to this house. A person disguised as a clown walked up to Marlene Warren's Aero Club home in Wellington. These are paintings that Marlene had painted when she was about 14 years old. I walk by, I look at them every day, and I kind of grin, because I can almost see her doing this. It gives me a, a good feeling. Investigators are trying to find the person who dressed up as a clown. I don't hate clowns. I just hate one. This room I call the clown room over here is the one that looks very sad to me. And I think of Marlene that he's sad about. This gentleman over here with the red hair, he says to me that you need to hang in there, things will get better. And this one is a determination of it all working out and everything will be okay. They always stay there and remind me of what, what has happened. What do you remember of May 26, 1990? I remember that being one of the most terrible days of my life. You're in the house with your mom, right? Yes. What's going on? Well, typical morning. She and I were cooking breakfast that morning, joking, carrying on. 
Did Marlene have any enemies in this world? None. Everybody loved her. She was my everything. My mom, my friend, she was my everything. I was in the living room, probably right where that lamp is. I sat down to eat, and there was a balloon and some clown coming at the door. Look at that clown. She was going to that door. She was excited. When your mother opened the door, did she say something? Oh, how pretty. At first, we thought maybe it was a balloon pop, but when we saw her fall, we knew something was definitely seriously wrong. We had no clue what was going on. It was like the whole world was in slow motion. Did the clown say anything? Nothing, not a word. The clown slowly walked back to the car, like no care in the world. The question that keeps running through my mind, why? hours listeners know to always expect the unexpected, including when home appliances break down. An American Home Shield warranty can restore your sense of security. It's simple. When a covered item in your home breaks, contact American Home Shield and their trusted and qualified pros will fix or replace it. Right now, you could take 20% off. Go to ahs.com slash 48 to save 20%. That's ahs.com slash 48 for 20% off any plan. For more details, see ahs.com slash contracts for coverage details, including limit amounts, fees, limitations, and exclusions. New Jersey residents, the product being offered is a service contract and is separate and distinct from any product or service warranty, which may be provided by the home builder or manufacturer. American Home Shield, don't worry, be warranty. A sense of safety is important to everyone, and that's why I want to talk to you about Simply Safe. It's an advanced security system that protects your entire home so you can rest easy. Simply Safe is completely customizable with advanced sensors to detect break ins, fires, floods, and more. You can have 24 7 professional home monitoring for less than $1 a day. So try Simply Safe for 60 days risk free. If you don't love it, you can return your system for a full refund. Plus, we're offering listeners 20% off any new Simply Safe system when you sign up for Fast Protect Monitoring. Don't wait. Visit simplysafe.com slash 48 hours. That's simplysafe.com slash 48 hours. There's no safe like Simply Safe. It 
it's not one day that goes by that I do not think about her one way or another. Joe Ahrens was 21 years old on that May morning in 1990 when his beloved mother and best friend Marlene Warren was shot in the face at her front door. Gunshot. Yeah. And down she goes. Yes. Your mother is lying where? On the floor, right there. It was just a horrible feeling. Joe was living at home, and his friends were over that morning, including Jeannie Pratt, who helped tend to Marlene. A neighbor called 911. I was right next to her, and I rolled her to her side. There was a big hole in her cheek and upper lip. Joe, hobbled by a broken leg and cast, followed the clown outside. The shooter's car, a white Chrysler LeBaron, was parked in the driveway. The car was right here. The door was open. The car was running. I tried to get the clown to turn around. I called him every word in the book. The shooter looked back. Joe saw white and red clown makeup, a fuzzy orange wig, and the eyes of the person who had just shot his mother. Just really dark brown eyes. The shooter calmly got in the car and drove away. Didn't even squeal a tire, just drove off like nothing happened. Joe made his way to his own car. Joey was running around, hurting himself. And I'm like, you're not going anywhere by yourself. Jeannie Pratt jumped in the car with him. I just punched it to try to catch up to that car. I never could, never could catch it. It was like, poof, just disappeared. So then I turned back and came back here. The detectives were here, and the ambulance were working on my mom. Warren was rushed here to Palms West Hospital, where she was admitted in extremely critical condition. With a bullet lodged in her spinal cord, 40-year-old Marlene Warren was put on life support. Joe was questioned by police and then went straight to his mother. First thing I did is grab her hand, you know, and try to talk to her, you know, just try to get some kind of response, you know, and there was nothing. Meanwhile, at her home, investigators gather evidence searching for clues. Investigators had very little to work with initially. Daphne Duret of the Palm Beach Post. They knew that the shooter sped off in a white Chrysler LeBaron. What they also knew was that the shooter had brown eyes. Because of all the makeup and the costume, Joe couldn't even be sure if the shooter was a man or a woman, which left police with a problem. There's a thing called a bolo. What is a BOLO? A BOLO is an acronym for be on the lookout. And in this case, the BOLO was for someone dressed in a clown costume. It was not a lot to go on, but detectives got an early break. Three hours after the shooting, 
the Palm Beach County Sheriff's Office gets an anonymous phone call from a female caller. The caller told police to look at Marlene's husband, 38-year-old Mike Warren, who'd been married to Marlene since Joe was a toddler. When we were younger, he was great. Marlene had been married before as a teenager, had Joe and his brother Johnny, and after that marriage fell apart, at 20, she married Mike. He was my father for 20-some years, the only dad I knew. In the late 80s, the Warrens were living here at the Aero Club, an exclusive subdivision in Wellington, Florida, where every home backs onto a private runway. You were 21 years old. You must have felt like you are in paradise here, didn't you? Oh, I did. I loved it. I miss it. Mike and Marlene owned several businesses, many in Marlene's name. Marlene managed their rental properties. Mike owned a few racehorses and was a used car salesman, selling and renting cars. We owned a car business, uh, Bargain Motors. The family was prospering. But a year and a half before the shooting, Joe's brother, Johnny, was killed in a car accident. He was 22 years old. It was tragic, and it hit her hard. Marlene's mother, Shirley Twing. That was her first baby, you know. She's the one that told me, and she just grabbed me and wouldn't let me go, you know. Joe says after his brother died, everything changed between Marlene and Mike. He wasn't around as much as I guess you would say he should have been. The actions spoke louder than words. He wasn't around. Mike was just not, not there as a husband for her. Right, or a dad for me. And I think uh, my mom was picking up on that. She told me two weeks before that uh, we were going to move. It was around this time that Marlene confided in her mother living in Las Vegas. What she said was shocking. She says, if anything happens to me, Mike did it. So there must have been one heck of a fight. What did that tell you? I told her she could come home. But that didn't happen. When Shirley heard her daughter had been shot, she instantly thought of Mike. Right away, I figured it was him. I figured uh, Mike had something to do with it. That's for damn sure. But at 10.51 that morning when Marlene was shot, Mike Warren was miles away on the interstate, driving south with a car full of witnesses. Mike Warren was with a couple of his buddies on his way to the Calder racetrack. That meant Mike couldn't possibly be the shooter. He was nowhere near the home at the time. If Mike Warren wasn't the shooter, police had actually gotten a second name from that anonymous tipster. The caller was clear. Look at Sheila Kane. If 
you're a fan of 48 Hours or true crime, looking to try on a case of your own, June's Journey is for you. A thrilling hidden object mystery game set against the backdrop of the 1920s. You play as June Parker, an amateur detective trying to unravel your sister's mysterious murder. As you dive into a world filled with twists and turns, trust no one. Every character could be hiding secrets. While you piece together the intricately woven plot, you'll collect crucial information in your photo album, turning suspicions into facts. And if you want help on the case, you can even join a detective club to collaborate or compete with fellow sleuths on hundreds of puzzles. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. This podcast is supported by FedEx. FedEx offers fast delivery, more visibility, simple returns, and weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. population on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. With FedEx, you get picture-proof of delivery, ensuring you always know where your package is. Returns are simple with packageless and paperless returns. Plus, FedEx Ground is also faster to more locations than UPS Ground. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. So, what are you waiting for? See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively FedEx. I just wanted to see my mom. I just stayed in that room for hours at a time. As his mother clung to life, Joe remained by her side at the hospital. What were you saying to her? I love you, please don't leave. Mom, I just kept saying, Mom. Unable to speak to Marlene, police focused on their few leads. The clown disguise, the balloons, and the flower arrangement. They immediately canvassed flower shops, supermarkets, and costume shops in the area. I got a call from the Palm Beach County Sheriff's Department, and it was a detective. Hours after the shooting, detectives reached Barbara Castracone and later Deborah Offord, who at the time worked at a local costume store. Deborah remembers a customer coming in two nights earlier, a woman who seemed to be in a hurry. I said, can you come back tomorrow? And she said, no, I need something right now. She wanted to see the clown costumes. Deborah told police the customer bought a clown costume, some makeup, an orange wig, and a red clown nose. She also gave them a description. Long, thick, straight, like chocolate color hair. Big brown eyes. Brown eyes, just like Joe remembered. Detective showed her a photo lineup and she tentatively identified the woman with the brown eyes as the same person named in that anonymous tip. Sheila Keen. Sheila Keen, who is she? Sheila Keen at the time worked for Mike Warren. Long, long, beautiful brown hair, brown eyes. Della Ward used to work with Sheila Keene at Bargain Motors. She remembers Sheila as a 26-year-old young mother on her own after separating from her husband. Sheila Keene had a reputation for being fearless. Sheila repossessed cars for the business. 
She was a repo woman. She is a repo woman. To do repos, you have to, you have to have some kind of guts. Della remembers that Sheila carried a gun, a 38, some said. She told me, you know, I keep a gun for my protection because people are crazy what they do. They'll come out with shotguns and shoot at you not to repo their car. Police would soon learn about a possible motive. There were rumors that Mike Warren and Sheila Keene were more than just coworkers. There were rumors that the two of them were lovers. There's no doubt about it. They were definitely seeing one another. Mike Warren agreed to be questioned by detectives and denied having any extramarital affairs with a Sheila Keene. At the same time, other investigators continued trying to find where the flower arrangement and balloons were purchased. One said, you're the greatest, and the other one had Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs on it. Right, so they had these two very distinctive balloons. Police learned that those balloons were distinctive enough that they could link them back to a specific supermarket. The balloons and flowers left at the doorstep of the murder scene were purchased at this Publix, the buyer described as a white female with dark brown hair. Dark brown hair, like Sheila's. Police discovered that purchase was made at 9.22 a.m., an hour and a half before the shooting, and the store's location caught their attention. Sheila Keene's home is about a little more than half a mile over here. One day after the shooting, detectives caught up with Sheila Keene. She gave them an alibi. She said that at the time of the attack, she was out doing her job, looking for vehicles for repossession. They ask her, which cars were you looking to repossess? She says she doesn't remember. Like Mike, Sheila denied the two were having an affair, telling investigators they were just good friends. Her neighbors told a different story. They say that they saw Mike Warren coming in and out of the house so often that they thought that he was her husband. All hours of the day and night, All right? hours of the day and night on multiple occasions. A security guard says he did not know Warren, but that he was allowed in by order of Sheila Keene. He can come in without us calling or notifying her. But rumors of an affair were not enough for an arrest. And even though he was under investigation, Mike kept vigil with Joe at his wife's bedside. Did it seem impossible that Mike could be involved? To me, yes, you know, because it was, it was my dad. Just couldn't even think that. By now, Marlene's mother, Shirley, had arrived. And two days after the shooting, the difficult decision was made to remove Marlene from life support. I hung on to Joe. He hung on to my hand. And I said, pull, the, pull it and let it go, let her go. And poor Joe. He, the hand was so damn cold. 
and I know it was killing him. Within a minute or so, as soon as the machine was gone, she was she was gone. With Marlene Warren's death, police now had to solve a murder. And the next day recovered another important piece of evidence, a bullet removed from Marlene's body consistent with a 38 or 357 caliber gun. And this becomes another piece of circumstantial evidence that appears to tie Sheila Keene to this shooting. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. So at this point in the investigation, let's imagine there's a spotlight. It's on Sheila Keene right now, right? Absolutely on Sheila Keene. Police had a tentative ID at the costume shop, a description at the public's grocery store that was consistent with Sheila Keene, and a bullet. All intriguing circumstantial evidence, but not decisive in connecting Sheila or anyone else to Marlene's murder. Detectives have been checking all possible leads, but have come up empty until now. Then, four days after the shooting, police got a huge break. They found a white Chrysler LeBaron. Maybe this was the getaway car. They find it in the parking lot of a Winn-Dixie supermarket. That supermarket is eight miles from the crime scene and nine miles from Sheila Keene's apartment. Inside the car, police found two important clues. They find this orange synthetic hair. Like the fibers from a clown wig. They also find strands of brown human hair. Brown hair, like Sheila Keene's. Within hours, police had a warrant to search her apartment. The investigation is turned to the woman who lives here at the Pine Ridge Apartments off Haverhill Road. They didn't find a gun. Sheila's estranged husband told police they owned a 38 revolver, but that Sheila told him she'd misplaced it about a month before the murder. What police did find in the apartment was hair from the bathroom trash and a stunner. 
more orange fibers on clothing inside Sheila's home. Detectives aren't saying if Keene is actually a suspect in the murder. What they will say is that they are waiting for test results on samples of hair and fibers taken from search warrants. A police criminologist compared the samples of human hair and the orange fibers from the car and the apartment. And in both cases, concluded the samples were similar. So this sounds like something. Boy, you could put this in front of a jury and potentially get a conviction. You could, or maybe you couldn't. Similar is not the same. Investigators reportedly ran DNA on the hair and fibers, but DNA testing was still very new. The results were apparently inconclusive. Prosecutors decided it was not enough to make an arrest. But investigators were not done digging. They ran a check on the LeBaron and learned it had been stolen. The Chrysler LeBaron is another maze of bizarre facts. Take a look at this ad for Pay Less Car Rental, a competitor of Mike Warren's. Now take a look at Mike Warren's ad and notice the giant word, Pay Less. Pay Less accused Mike of intentionally trying to confuse customers with his ad. In at least one case, it seems to have worked. About a month before Marlene's murder, a couple rented the LeBaron from Payless, but mistakenly called Bargain, Mike's company, to return it. Police say someone at Bargain told the couple to leave the car on the street with the keys inside. Place the keys in the visor and we'll take it from there. It was stolen the same night. After learning of all this, investigators went into Warren's business with a search warrant. Sheriff's detectives spent about five hours Thursday night searching the offices of Bargain Motors at 14th and Dixie in downtown West Palm Beach. But investigators could not prove Mike Warren stole that LeBaron, nor could they connect him to his wife's murder. But they did uncover evidence of widespread fraud. Mike Warren was arrested and ultimately charged with multiple counts of racketeering, grand theft auto, insurance fraud, and odometer tampering. They wanted to get him so bad that he was the one, but he had an alibi. One of Mike's bookkeepers, Della Ward, didn't like the questions police were asking. They wanted me to badmouth Michael. How can I badmouth a man that was good to me? You know, he's not this cold-hearted killer that wanted to knock off his wife, no. The fraud case was complex. As prosecutors prepared for that trial, the murder investigation continued. And Mike and Joe battled over Marlene's estate, reported to be worth well over a million dollars. But emotionally devastated and just 22, Joe was no match for his used car salesman's stepfather. He says he was left with next to nothing. Two years after Marlene's murder, Mike stood trial for his business schemes. I was called a hostile witness. In the end, Mike Warren was convicted of fraud 
and served nearly four years in prison. Police never closed Marlene's case, but as the years passed, there was no sign of any new evidence. They never found the gun. They never found the clown suit or the wig. And as for Sheila Keene, she wasn't charged in this case and eventually moved away. They investigated her. They couldn't come up with nothing, okay? Sheila packed up with her son and left the area. Nobody ever brought her name up again. The killer clown case went cold. But a few years later, Della heard some very surprising news. I just found out that Sheila and Michael got married. And I guess the look on my face was like, wow. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. In 2002, 12 years after Marlene's murder, Mike Warren and Sheila Keene, who once denied they were romantically involved, got married amid the glittering neon lights of Las Vegas. They had settled here in secluded Kingsport, Tennessee, in the foothills of the Appalachian Mountains. Their friends and neighbors described them as this couple that worked six days a week and that they were always on the go. The newlyweds had joined the ranks of local business owners, running a burger joint called the Purple Cow. It was famous for a giant hamburger named after Mike. Mike's Intimidator, mm -hmm. big old burger. <laughs> it's like that big. Ashley Sexton and Cynthia Swafford worked at the Purple Cow for about two years. She was the cook. I was yeah. the hand out window. They had a front row seat watching their bosses, Sheila and Mike Warren. They didn't say much about their life in Florida. We did know Mike went to jail. Yeah. This is Sheila and Mike Warren's house. Brooke Blevins met Mike and Sheila when they bought a weekend property down the street from hers just across the Tennessee border in Virginia. This is Heron Point at South Holston Lake. The best place to live ever. <laughs> well, it's, uh, we have a lot of fun here. Everybody's very friendly. 
knows each other, concerned about each other. And Sheila and Mike, they fit right in? Yes, they do. Tell me about the Sheila Warren that you know. The Sheila Warren that I know is very giving. She's just, uh, I, I know I could depend on her. She's just very, very sweet. When she married Mike, Sheila changed her last name to Warren, her first name to Debbie, and she changed the color of her hair. We called her Debbie or Deb. And when she was introduced to people by Mike, would, would he say, this is my wife, Debbie? He'd say, this is Deb. This is Deb. Yeah, this is my wife, Deb. Brooke says Mike told her it was a childhood nickname. Her dad nicknamed her that when she was small. But Della Ward never heard of it. A nickname that she had? No. The fact that they didn't talk about their past. Are you wondering if you really know them? I'm a pretty good judge of character by looking at people, how they act today. That told me all I needed to know. I didn't ask them about their past. They didn't ask me about my past. <laughs> you can be their neighbors all you want to. You see what you see. You know, unless you work for them and been back there eight, 12 hours a day dealing with them, you don't know who they really are. Cynthia and Ashley also knew Sheila by her new name. I never called her Sheila. <laughs> I always called her Debbie, too. That's, That's what, what we, we knew her by. by. Whatever they knew her by, the women say Sheila and Mike were as tough as a couple of overcooked burgers to work for. You messed something up, you knew it. I'm you telling you that. You knew you messed it up because yeah. he was going to tell you. So is she. I mean, she was awful aggressive, mean, just like Mike. And there were rumors about Sheila slash Debbie's past. The rumor around Purple Cow when we worked there was Debbie killed Mike's ex-wife. The rumors said it more than once, even to where we knew she dressed up like a clown. To get the outfit, to put all the makeup on, to get the car, to get the balloons, to get the bouquet, this is malice of forethought. This is why they call it first degree murder. While Mike and Sheila were trying to live happily ever after in the mountains, Palm Beach County Sheriff Rick Bradshaw had not forgotten Marlene's case. The reason they're called cold cases is because there wasn't enough information there to solve them at the time, so you gotta dig. This is the homicide floor. The last couple of vaults, they belong to the cold case detectives. In 2013, Bradshaw's cold case squad decided to open up their old file vault and take another look. You just have to be willing to continue to fight and fight and fight for these victims. Lead detective Paige McCann and her team started calling up old witnesses, including Jeannie. And the Pandora's box was reopened when someone called me. Deborah from the costume shop. And he let me know that they were reviewing this case. And even Mike's old friend, Della. And they went through the same questions they did years ago. Who remained unimpressed. Now I'm saying, why are you reopening the case? And these are the same questions. But police weren't just asking the same questions. We did have our lab look at some items. There were new advancements in DNA that detectives were hoping could help close the case. We reviewed the entire case, and then we determined that additional items need to be tested. 
In the winter of 2016, as police continued working, Mike and Sheila sold the purple cow and retired, moving full time to the lake. We would have surprise birthday parties for each other and dinners. It was real sweet. And then one day. I was in shock mm -hmm. to know that the story was actually true. Welcome to Fail Better, David Duchovny's new podcast with Lemonada Media. On Fail Better, David, who has experienced both low- and high-profile failures throughout his life, explores the vast world of failure, how it holds us back, propels us forward, and ultimately shapes our lives. Each week, he'll chat with guests like Ben Stiller, Bette Midler, and more about how our perceived failures have actually been our biggest catalysts for growth, revelation, and even healing. Through these conversations, he hopes listeners can learn how to embrace the opportunity of failure and fail better together. Fail Better is out now wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. for a while I was numb for a long time I just felt abandoned you know uh, I was on my own since his mother's murder Joe Ahrens was in and out of trouble struggling with drugs and alcohol married and now divorced Joe is building a new life for himself in Iowa with his own construction company we're just doing final details, cleaning, touch-ups. It's getting there. Skills he traces back to days helping his mom, Marlene, with their rental properties. I've seen her fix anything in house. If she couldn't, she would hire somebody, and then she would tell me to watch them. I learned a lot, a lot from that. But Joe is still haunted by his memories. The nighttime is the worst, the bad. Bad stuff, usually at night. Oh my God. That is so creepy. In 2016, while Joe was trying to get on with his life, creepy clowns, <laughs> evil clowns, and sinister clowns were suddenly everywhere. In the news, clowns are reportedly terrorizing a town in South Carolina. On social media, many have been dismissed by law enforcement as pranks. And the following year, on the big screen. I saw something. A clown. Yeah, I saw him too. In 2017, 27 years since Marlene's murder, new DNA results on the old evidence 
finally changed a circumstantial case into one police now say is rock solid. But they wouldn't tell us exactly what that evidence is. Not yet. We have it, without a doubt. No doubt. Not in my mind. Now, they just had to track down their clown. Hoping to avoid a confrontation at the Warren's Virginia home, local police set up a roadblock. We had set up fuses, a fusees, flares, all the way down in this sharp curve just to slow traffic. Lieutenant Dewey Fulton of the Washington County Sheriff's Department. And you're one of the guys, officers, stopping the vehicle? Yes, sir, Peter. The plan was to make it look like a routine checkpoint. They pulled right up, and where we're standing at right now is where the vehicle stopped. Mike Warren was driving. I went to the passenger side where Miss Warren was, and I asked her if she would happen to have her ID also. She gave me a Tennessee driver's license with the name Sheila Warren, and at that time, I just reached in, opened her door, said, ma'am, we have a warrant for your arrest. Police had finally done it. Sheila King Warren, the woman they believed to be Marlene's killer, was arrested. Our text action was like, oh my God, I was shocked. Cynthia and Ashley watched the video of Sheila in the squad car online. She didn't cry, no shock look. It was just like, no. she had the face of like, I finally got caught. I was just like, we, I argued with a killer this whole entire time. It was all over Facebook and everybody was tagging me. Look, 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 look. They got her, they got her. And when you learned that news? It was, it was like that cinder block pressing you down all these years. It's been lifted. I didn't know how to act. It was a good feeling and also a sad feeling, you know, because she's not here anymore. Very surprised and a little bit good. Vengeance, <laughs> excuse me. <laughs> Sheila Warren was extradited the following week to Palm Beach County. Ma'am, you're charged with first degree murder with a firearm. Where a judge denied her bail. She has hired a top defense attorney and is awaiting trial. The Sheila that I know wouldn't even have come to my mind that she could have done anything that she's been accused of. You don't look at her now and wonder, could she be a killer? No, not really. If I did find out something horrible, she's still my friend. My love's unconditional. I love her no matter what. You guys have not stopped investigating this particular murder. Still an open right? investigation. And at the sheriff's office, the cold case team says its investigation is far from over. Is Michael Warren still a person of interest in this case? Yes. You know, the investigation is still ongoing with Michael Warren, um, as well as anyone else who might have been involved. I feel he was 100% part of it. And the motive? Greed. He wanted out of a marriage. As his wife sits in a Palm Beach County jail, 
Mike Warren is still in Virginia in their house by the lake. This is Heron Point, the subdivision where Mike Warren lives. We're gonna go to his front door, give it a knock, and see if he'll answer a couple of questions. Here he comes. Hey, Mike. I'm Peter Van Sant with CBS News. Can I talk to you? He didn't want to open the door. Did you have anything to do with planning the murder of your wife, Marlene? You did not. Mike Warren ended up talking to us through that door for several minutes, denying any involvement in Marlene's murder. Did you suggest to Sheila that she dress in a clown outfit? For his part, Joe Aaron says he's hopeful for the legal process that is now underway. But the scars of all he has suffered run deep. just couldn't put it together for a long time. I finally got myself together and knew, uh, well, what, what, would, what would she want me to do? She would want me to carry on. She would want me to do the best I could. You know, just try to get happiness in my life. I love you. I miss you. You will get justice one day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to the 48 Hours podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at Wondery.com survey. A story of betrayal you would struggle to believe if it wasn't true. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings early and ad-free on Wondery Plus. Get one of the most successful broadcasts in television history on your schedule with the 60 Minutes podcast. Hard-hitting investigative reports, news and culture maker interviews and in-depth profiles are waiting for you in every episode. Listen to 60 Minutes ad-free on Wondery Plus.